Tis the season. You know what you should do for your girl this holiday season? Bang her out really great by coming at the same time she doesn't you know how you're going to do that by getting yourself some promescent delay spray. Okay. Promescent delay spray is not just for guys with ED. It's for any guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And she's going to love you for waiting for her. Okay. <laughs> Promescent also sells lube and condoms. They have a whole line of women's products. I highly recommend their warming gel. Not only do I recommend Promescent, over 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon to get 15% off your whole order. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Buy up, okay? Because you're going to get 15% off your whole order. Get some gifts for yourself and your partner. Promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you haven't followed the show on Instagram or Twitter, did I just say that? I just said that. <laughs> if you're on a podcast app, make sure to follow my show. Give me a five-star review if you love my show. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like and share my videos and subscribe. Subscribe to me on uh, YouTube. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. I change your voice. I'll change your name. You could call me from a phony block number. All I want to hear is your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with the information of what you would be talking about on my show. Now, if you just have a confession you want to give, you could call my confessions hotline. You could call that number 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number, like I said, 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. I change all the voices over there. All those confessions are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon is just $5 a month and you're going to hear all the naughty confessions. You also see anonymous sexy pics of all the girls that called into my show. You also get Q&As. You also get all of my episodes early and ad-free. And you get access to my private Discord where people are getting X-rated, hooking up with each other, showing all kinds of things over there. Okay, I don't get involved in my Discord, but it is a community of my listeners over there having effing fun. Now you could only get to my discord through going through my Patreon, but it's only $5 a month and you get all of that stuff. Like I said, and you could cancel at any time. You could come back at any time. I don't really give a shit. Okay. <laughs> I always want people, tons of people leave and then come back. It's totally cool with me. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Don't worry. Everything that I just talked about will be in the description. So now listen, 
I got a lot of Where Are They Now episodes, and a lot of women are calling in with some updates. And I have on a former guest, Lucy, who I love. If you didn't listen to Lucy's first episode, you need to go listen to it. It's a killer. She tells a good story. I mean, it was like the first time her and her guy went and had some threesomes. They had a threesome with a stripper. They had a threesome with a guy. It was only two stories in the whole episode. But let me just tell you, it was one of my most popular episodes because she knows how to tell a fucking story and her stories were hot. And she called in today with some updates, some news stories. Her and her guy decided to open up their relationship. He admitted he was bi. That's where we were last episode, this episode. She decided to play solo. That's the other thing about the first episode. She was talking about how she wanted to play solo as well, met a guy. She wound up hooking up with that guy. And she talks about that experience, how her husband felt about it, exactly what went down. They had a hotel room and then she saw Trey after. And then you're not going to believe what happened after that. They wound up having a fucking threesome in the same night. Okay. And then if you think that wasn't hardcore enough, They wind up going to Vegas and meeting a guy who they had been talking to. Her guy is bi. He just came out as bi. They were talking to this guy, had never been able to hook up with him, but they were both into the guy. They wound up meeting him in Vegas. He had two other guys with him, and they wind up having a little mini gangbang. You're not going to believe it. She had three dicks at one time, and she was like blowing them all, fucking a couple guys. I mean, she tells... That whole story, too. She never disappoints. She's super hot. She's got an OnlyFans. She started it recently, and she talks about what you get over there. You'll see lots of videos and stuff. She did send me hot pics for my Patreon. She's also on my Discord. She goes on there and talks to people all the time. So if you want to see her, talk to her, sign up for my Patreon. But I'm also going to put the link to all of her stuff in the description. Like I said, she has her OnlyFans. She talks about what you get on there. You see videos of her banging her husband because they love for people to watch them. So <laughs> you're probably going to want to see those videos after you listen to this episode. So I'm going to be get right to it and be right back on with Lucy. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Lucy. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm amazing. How about you? I'm good. Listen, I haven't even, I didn't even ask you to come back on for a Where Are They Now episode, but it turns out you are coming back on right at the time where I do my Where Are They Now episode. So I'm probably going to air this as, as that because you have called in before. Your episode 659, you also did a girl talk with me with Ginger, another hot wife. We talked about how to get your girl to be a hot wife. I don't know. But last we spoke (laughs) and your first episode was killer. What I loved about it and what people loved about it, I think, was like it was really like about a couple, you and your husband, who were very vanilla and crossed over into being not vanilla, opening up your relationship, your guy admitting he was into guys, you're admitting you're into girls, you guys played around, you did some hot stuff. It wasn't anything that hardcore, but it kind of was. Like, it was just two experiences, but it was such a a great episode. So if people haven't listened to it, they have to go listen to it, okay? That's the first, the time you call in, 659. So since then, and that was like your first step into the lifestyle, We ended with you talking about how you were really looking to have solo play and you were wanting to be poly. I mean, you were really going in all these crazy directions. To me, I always get worried about solo play. That's just me whenever I hear people say that. You hadn't done it. (laughs) You, though, you were thinking that you would probably be poly. That's always a red flag to me because I think most people can't be poly. I don't know. It's a hard thing to master, but people have, of course. And so since then, you have an update. You had a little bump in the road. You've had other hookups and we're going to talk all about it. Do me a favor and go in like chronological 
chronological order of what took place after that last time we talked. Okay, perfect. That's what I was thinking too. Okay. So we barely, barely touched on it at the end of the last episode. I said I'd been on two dates. One wasn't very fruitful and the other one, I just don't think we talked about, but that guy has stuck around and took it super slow, kind of took a break from him at a time. But then after Trey's surgery was when I kind of presented that I would like to reconnect with him. So, But was he an option for solo play? Because listen, your guy likes guys. So was this guy going to be doing a threesome with you and your guy? Or was this a guy that you were trying to hook up solo? No. So he's somebody that we met together. Mm-hmm. Trey has met him. Trey knows him. He's seen our vibe. You know, we just like kind of flirted together like if if the guy was working and we were there at his bar so we'd had like a trio dynamic but not it was never him and trey it was just him and me but trey would be obviously fine with it okay cool so you go back yeah okay yes because the date that we did have the very first one was so amazing like just such a click talked for hours chatted and it didn't go anywhere super physical like we made out and there was a lot of electricity but it was just I I love that personal connection and it really is so rare so I did kind of reach back out to him he was obviously receptive we saw each other pretty soon after after we reconnected and then that day that I saw him again he was like when do I see you again because nothing had gone that far but I think it was like gonna be the third days or let's make something happen And so that particular weekend, Trey had other plans on a Sunday that were going to keep him busy. And I just kind of threw out there ultimately, because Trey knew where I was going with this. And like, okay, I'm ready to hook up with this dude. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're cool with it, if I'm cool with it, let's, let's move forward. And so I'm like, why don't I get a hotel? And then like, I can have my time while you're still occupied. And then we meet up and like, we share the hotel, you and me, the rest of the night. So we met up at my little place where I love to go and people, I am very open in my real life. So I have no problem taking my dudes in public to the same places that I go with Trey. Everybody just kind of knows we're like having a more open vibe, which I love because then I feel super safe when I go have these experiences. It's like people there have my back and know who I am. So, uh, so we started there and then I was like, well, I have a hotel. Do you want to go? And he's like, yeah. So we went and I had my first solo experience and it was really, really good. Like really, really, really good. Like I was, I was very, I felt very safe and very comfortable. It was a lot more natural than I expected it to be. Just being that I haven't, I, I, previous to this, the only other man that I've been with was the guy in the MMF and I've never been with anyone other than Trey solo. So there was this hesitation of, will I even like it? Will it be weird? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, it was great. I mean, he has, he has a phenomenal cock, which is always a plus. What is that for you? Big, thick, long, both, curved? Both. <laughs> oh, okay. Both. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah, definitely like crazy girth. We actually talked about it later that it was so thick. It was actually like difficult to even give him a, a proper blowjob. I'm like, I would really have to practice like wow. <laughs> to master this particular piece, but it was so, I mean, and, and we just have such a cool dynamic that it was all just very lighthearted. There was a moment at the very end when I was like, okay, I think we're wrapping it up here. And I asked him if he wanted to come on my ass and he misheard me. <laughs> and I feel him like trying to put this giant thing in my ass. I'm like, oh my God, sir, no. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, baby, I said on and not in. And we just like both just died laughing and then did what I actually requested. But yeah, so it was it was a really great time. And 
but what was interesting was you talk a lot about how people are wired and I'm definitely wired to associate sex with Trey. Yeah. So there were some moments when I was like looking up at him fucking me and I was like, I kind of just miss Trey. <laughs> like, oh, interesting. So, yeah. So as much as I thought I was into the solo thing, and I mean, I still am. Mm -hmm. I definitely am realizing that I do enjoy, at least when it comes to the sexual activity, it's at least equal, if not slightly preferred to have, you know, a threesome or have Trey there involved. I don't know. It was just something weird. I'm like, I'm looking up and I'm expecting to see Trey's face because I'm getting fucked, but it's yeah. not Trey's face. Yeah, you know? it's kind of weird. Something's missing. I mean, listen, you guys have been together since high school. So it's kind of yeah. like... He's like a part of you. I get exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the thing too. As much as I love this guy, I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I was ready for him to go. And I was like, turn you two now. But it was kind of funny because there were some elements where I squirted a ton and other things where I was like, oh my gosh, I need new bed sheets. I need, <laughs> I need to like fix this room up before he comes. I was trying to think if it was me and I was meeting up with him after he'd have an experience, what would I have wanted him to do? Just so everything wasn't fully rubbed in his face. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Want to get your partner or yourself something super hot for the holidays? Then you need to get them or yourself the Dipsy app. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy has something for you. They have straight stories, straight up hookup stories, queer stories, threesomes and more some stories and more. They literally have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there is always something new to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories. And they also have the thing that I love the most about Dipsy, which is their jump to the action button. So if you're super horny and just want to get straight to it, you just got to press a button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself or your partner the Dipsy app. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictlyanon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictlyanon. Dipsystories.com slash strictlyanon. It's free. You have nothing to lose, okay? You're going to love it. Go there now. Yeah, but let me ask you this. It's This is not like 
he's not turned on by the fact that you're with the guy. Because listen, sometimes that's a big part of this kind of scenario. Like, I would think if you're into it, you'd want to come there and see the fucking squirt shit on the bed and everything because you're turned on by the fact that your partner was just someone you want to reclaim them. Or there's also those couples, and it's I think it's more rare, I don't hear from it that a lot, where it's like kind of don't ask, don't tell. Like, you could do it, you could have soul play, but like, it's not, I don't get turned on by it. I mean, wasn't your guy yeah. turned on by you being with someone else? It's kind of, it, it was kind of in the middle. And I think that's the, the interesting thing for Trey is that it's kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. Like, I definitely think there's moments when he's turned on by it. But also at the same time, it's kind of more, I don't know. I feel like him allowing me to explore this is almost more of a loving gesture yeah, of like understanding. Than about him. It's not about him getting turned on. No, not really. But honestly, I think if it. I think in retrospect, and, I, and maybe maybe one time you'll talk to Trey and he'll, he'll be able to tell, but it's another thing. I like have so many Kathyisms like ingrained in my brain because I'm such a listener. <laughs> I love that, but, like, yeah. One, <laughs> once you were talking about how like women can get frustrated with men because they're not like expressing their emotions or saying what they think. And you're like, no, if they say they don't know, they really don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that really is part of like where we went with it is like mm-hmm. Trey basically ended up like, not having like horrible feelings, like not even saying like you have to stop or anything like that, but just expressing to me that like he wasn't always like super into the whole situation. Right. But that he couldn't fully explain why. So yeah, so that's where we were with that. So I knew, and even just based on like his text right beforehand, his text after, like I fully had his consent, but was he excited about it? I don't really think so. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think it's important. I think, listen, I hear from a lot of people who are much more professional at these kinds of things because I'm talking to them years into what they are doing. And that's what, and so it's great to talk to a couple like you guys who are just starting out because I think that these things go down and it's more common than people know. And I think when someone's reflecting back after years of doing it, they might've hit something like this, but it's not so much in their memory because they were able to work through it. You know what I mean? 10 years later, it's not a thing, but to get it in real time of how it actually does play out, because I do believe that solo play is a whole mixed bag. It's a whole other thing. It's something that you have to take slowly or you don't know how you're going to feel. How would your guy know? You know what I mean? How would he know? Exactly. And I think that is what's so cool is that we're kind of just, we're not professionals and I don't think we ever will be. I don't think we'll ever be that couple that's seeking this out or it's something that we need in our life. It's just that openness to experiences and it's really very situational to the moment and to the person. And so I do think that maybe if it was someone that maybe like Trey found really hot, like this guy's definitely hot, but somebody could be hot, but you're not attracted to them. Yeah. I think that, that that would play in because I know for me, it does when we were on hinge and Trey was talking to certain people, I let him know. I'm like, Hey, just so you know, like not only would it not turn me on if you pursued something with this person, <laughs> but it would actually be a turnoff to me. <laughs> oh <my laughs> we God. need to have a standard here. 
So I, I wonder if that's an element of it. Let's let's stay though where we were at in the story yes. because I wonder. So you okay. oh, there's before, more. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. So he <laughs> leaves. You're cleaning up because you 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 guys were. It wasn't like he's turned on by this. He can't wait to get back. He didn't take pictures for him or anything. So no. you yeah. kind of had some sort of vibe that maybe he wasn't into it. You didn't know, but you got. But he yeah. allowed you to. And you guys are cool. Totally. So he comes to the hotel and then what happens? So we basically just do a full debrief and it wasn't, it wasn't the most comfortable conversation, but at the same time I gave him huge props because I felt super safe in the conversation. Right. Like he never seemed angry or upset or reactive, mm -hmm. but just just listening and processing and just, but of course it's like when you're there, like, it, it almost felt, it was really weird. It almost felt if I had cheated and had to fess up, that was almost the vibe, but except like we both knew, obviously I didn't cheat. It yeah. was consensual, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so dying to hear all these details. Right. But, that's a different thing. That's the, that's the part that is there that typically isn't with the more couple that's been doing this longer or the hot way right? cock kind of scenario. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So... You know, that goes on maybe 30 minutes and then we start saying, okay, well, let's go out now because <laughs> the night is still like decently young and we we were ready to kind of reconnect. But, but we did end up like I was kind of like standing over by a wall. I think I was and just kind of looking at him. He was when, when we had the conversation, like I was in the bed and he was on a chair like across from me. So we weren't even like super close to each other. And then for whatever reason, I'd moved across the room to the wall. And he just got up and came across the room and just kissed me mm -hmm. like very passionately. And all of a sudden I just melted into the sense of relief. I'm like, okay, we're okay. Yeah. And then we had amazing sex. Like it was definitely full reclaiming. Like I do think in those moments he was feeling the turn on of the fact of like somebody else had just fucked me and now he's yeah. fucking me. Mm -hmm. So it's not that he's never turned on by it. It's just not. It's just more complex. And he's a very complex person. So I think that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so then we went out. And what's really funny is where we ended up going was to the bar that the guy used to work at, but oh. had actually gotten <laughs> fired. <laughs> so like he'd been fired. And so I was like, this is so ironic, but this is where we end up going. But we just, we wanted their dumplings. They're really good. So we Hilarious. went there. Yeah. And then we went to any more, especially on Sundays, there's a lot of places that like are open till one but not two. So there's this other bar that's very popular because they actually stay open till two. And it's a really upscale, like kind of speakeasy bar attached to a really, really nice restaurant. And um, it was the best vibe I've ever walked into in my life. Um, I am slightly ashamed to admit it, but I am a huge Kanye West fan, not of the human, but <laughs> of the music. And they blast whatever record that they're they're spinning. And it was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And everyone in that bar knew every word. And we were all just like singing along. It was just so high vibe and so high energy it was like, Yes, this is amazing. And as we were Ubering around, I was like, Trey, we should have a threesome tonight. Like, we, oh. we gotta make this happen. It's the only time in my life I've ever been like, let's try to have a threesome. That's interesting. I was wondering where the story was going. I'm like, we don't really yeah. need to know how great the uh, music you, was, but oh, it's do. leading to a Oh, okay, I love this. Go <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Because honestly, if, if the vibe wasn't that way, I don't think it would have happened. So yeah. we, we like to joke that, that Kanye got this guy late <laughs> okay go on yeah so 
so we're there and there's a guy at the bar working at the bar who we know and have hung out with before casually if we bump into each other so we we had a rapport with him mm-hmm. and he asked oh what are you up to how's your night and as soon as i said that we had a hotel he's like we're hanging out after work <laughs> so he he i i you know how you say people can smell things a mile away it's yeah. like he just caught the vibe he knew that the moment was right and he took advantage not in a negative way but he he felt the vibe and did it and so sure enough we you know party close out the bar we headed back to the hotel previous to him then he met us at the hotel i told him he needed to bring more alcohol he did and um yeah we had a threesome (laughs) so i was like oh my gosh i've officially banged three guys in one night (laughs) oh my god you're right right your guy that other guy and this new guy but wait so now because we know that your guy is bisexual and that was something that he copped to in this threesome going in do you somehow find out whether this guy is into guy on guy action so this is what was so disappointing actually is that the night started with the guy very much like all over trey like in the elevator, he was like kissing him, whatever. But then as we got into things, there was a moment when I was like, suck his dick, suck Trey's dick. And he he didn't. He didn't want to. So I don't know if maybe this guy is more just receptive to maybe things happening to him or find a kiss but doesn't mm-hmm. want to go further. I didn't pry. I mean, you're never going to force anyone to do something they don't want to do. But I was so annoyed. I was genuinely annoyed because I was like, I definitely thought that that was the vibe. And (laughs) so, so they didn't do too much. And honestly, it wasn't, it was nothing compared to our first threesome. Like that, that guy, we would 1000% fuck again. It's just, he has life circumstances that has prevented it. We're all good friends, but Mm -hmm. he's not going down that road. This guy never has a chance again. It was fine. It was like, it, what I like to think of it is like, it met the need of the moment. Cause I think that also it like softened the whole entire experience. So it wasn't just you doing some solo thing. Now you guys were together doing something. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the night wasn't, when we look back, that's not just the night that I fucked that guy alone. It's the night that we just went crazy and did all the things. Mm -hmm. So, so it was really great. And then, yeah, so that's kind of how that went down. (laughs) So in this threesome, if he didn't do anything to your guy, did he, your guy do anything to him? Did your guy blow him? Nothing. Okay. So they were both just fucked you. What, what went down? Yeah. So that was, that was when I was joking that like in the first one that I couldn't get on my knees, I couldn't be in doggy. So I was really happy. I will say I was very happy to have checked those boxes. Like I definitely did the little Eiffel Tower moment (laughs) and I got to suck both of their dicks. It was much easier being on the floor on my knees. So that was cool. So they weren't against crossing swords. I know there was a moment when the guy wanted to DP, but I was not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm open to DP, but it's good. I, I got a borderline love, love you if you're going in, in there. <laughs> you <laughs> so, gotta be more comfortable. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not something I would do spontaneously, but yeah. So then, you know, time goes on. This was um, like end of September because I know we referenced it in the Girl Talk episode, but it wasn't five guys. Sorry if I'm letting anyone down. It was only three. <laughs> yeah. But so in the meantime, that's when Trey and I started having more conversations about like how he felt about the solo guy. And then at the same time, the solo guy wasn't really meeting my needs. So I think if if it had been different, if I still felt like, wow, this connection is really worth fighting for or pursuing, 
Trey and I probably would have worked through whatever he was feeling about it. But for me, ultimately, it was just kind of like, if he doesn't feel amazing about it, and I'm not like head over heels, like why force anything? So that's where the door isn't isn't locked. I would say it's just shut. Is that like the bump in the road, though, that you talked about? Meaning because he was he was pretty upfront about the fact that he wasn't so into the solo guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was like, it's almost like the the story would be a bummer to talk about right now because we hadn't had anything else fun happen yet. So in that space, it was just kind of like looking back on it, it felt like kind of sad because I'm like, I would have liked to have been with him again or whatever. And now I don't think I will or in that moment. But back to where I was, was to, to piggyback and reiterate your statement. If you haven't heard my first episode, this story will be so much better if you listen to that first. We talked at length about the guy that we had known online, Mm -hmm. who we talked to for such a long time and had never met. And we were kind of like, we had a thruple vibe with him. We all very much had an emotional connection that was three-way equal in every direction. We were all super horny for each other. Those moments with him, um, even though it was just digital, definitely... It, it, it it's actually probably what primed me to want to do OnlyFans because I was like, hey, like, we're actually really fucking good at making hot videos of us fucking. And like, we love the idea of somebody seeing it and watching it. And he was always asking for it. Yeah, so and that's what was going down with him. That's what we talked yes. about that first episode. Hey, everyone, listen, no one understands more than I do that having super hot, open and free sexual experiences is important to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be tuning into my show. (laughs) I get it. The best type of sex is liberating and worry-free, the kind where you could just lose yourself with another person without any concerns, including the risk of contacting an STI. That's why I am thrilled to introduce you to the latest and greatest innovation in sexual health, which is called Doxypep. Doxypep is a low-dose prescription antibiotic that you could take after unprotected sex, including unprotected anal sex. It acts as a morning-after pill for STIs. Studies have demonstrated that it reduces the likelihood of contracting syphilis and chlamydia by 80%, as well as gonorrhea by 60%. And the good news is, I know just where you could get Doxypep, and that's at shamelesscare.com. Shameless Care is offering Doxypep for just $109 per year. It's on a subscription, so there's nothing to cancel. It's just a flat fee of $109. It gets you a year's supply of medication, which is 15 doses. No need for any awkward doctor visits or waiting in pharmacy lines. You can receive the care you need without any shame or hassle. To obtain DoxyPep today, visit shamelesscare.com and click on the prevention tab. That's shamelesscare.com. Click on the prevention tab or just go to the description and click on the link. Yes. So... I, I actually opened up contact with him again around the time I was going to start OnlyFans because he has an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him for a little bit of advice and that was like kind of how I eased into talking with him again and kind of rehashed some old things a little bit. But we, but since that time, it's been very light, very, very light. Nothing super sexual with him, just kind of like we're friends again. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, Trey had not had contact with him at all. So that's kind of the backstory of where we're at on this particular Friday when I get a text from him asking if we could meet in Vegas on Sunday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And it was a very routine Friday. And then I was like, hey, so just got this text. (laughs) And he basically, Trey, like completely almost ignored. Then later on when we're at home, I kind of like bring it back up again. And he's just like, I don't want to go. Like, okay. And I just dropped it. Mm -hmm. But another thing from my first episode that I said famously is that (laughs) Trey often has one reaction to things when I first bring them up. And then almost always gives me what I want. Right. So Saturday, then we're talking, we're talking about going out. And he's, yeah, would you want to do this, that? I'm like, no, I I don't know if I'm really feeling going out tonight. And he's like, oh, so you want to go out tomorrow night? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, in Vegas. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And I was like perked up. But he still wasn't committing to anything. And then we started talking about it right before bed. And he's like, he's like, babe, it's, it's just impossible. He literally said the words impossible. I woke up at three in the morning. I look at my phone and there's a screenshot of the hotel that he'd booked in Vegas. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, we're going. So I guess he tried to wake me up and I didn't wake up and he just went for it. Wow. So yeah. (laughs) He was horny too, maybe for the guy. (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. again, it felt like very selfless. It felt like just very loving. And even as we drove there, we were like, we're just going to keep this solo pressure. It's just going to be so cool to like finally meet this person and see if the connection was everything we believed it was. And we didn't really know what we were going into. But we're like, either way, even if he flakes on us, even if we get there and he ghosts me, I'm like, let's just fucking go out. We haven't been to Vegas in years. We're going to have fun no matter what. Yeah. And and I kind of talked about how I think what's cool about this this human is that like he's it's, it's not even so much about him, but it's like what he brings out in us. The fact that we just picked up and went to Vegas, whether we meet him or not, it's still cool. So, so I love that going in with no expectations and then everyone's going to die when they hear how the story, the night ended. So he was on this trip with two really hot guys. And, and honestly, I don't know their, their sexuality. He has a lot of friends that are gay he has a lot of friends that are straight in his life everyone knows of him as gay Mm -hmm. and he's not open about the fact that he's bi so he's like reverse closeted yeah yeah, um (laughs) yeah it's so interesting and i think that's where he and trey related a lot but so i didn't really know going in i'm like is he gonna slip away from the friends and meet up with us just late for drinks or what's the vibe And so as soon as we said we were in, first of all, he was so excited. He was super responsive all day. So I wasn't worried about getting ghosted anymore. And he was like, would you want to go to dinner with me and my friends? I'm like, yeah, let's, let's fucking go. We're along for the ride. Let's, I'm down for anything. So he super lucks out and gets reservations at this place. That's like impossible to get into. He's the universe is on my side. (laughs) Yes, it is. So we had our dinner. It was so fun. We met them first in their hotel room. And had some drinks together. It was like instant good vibes. Um, One of the guys, definitely I could instantly tell was attracted to me. Um, And... And, and obviously meeting him for the first time, it, it really was everything that we ever expected it to be. Like, I just, I feel like I've just known him forever, even though I've never met him. And it was all just a really easy vibe. Trey was super easygoing. It didn't really matter that they hadn't talked in all that time. It was just so fun and natural and cool. So we have our dinner. We're there for a couple hours. We go back to the room again, hang out some more. We go clubbing. And... <laughs> The really funny part about this story is that oh, girls always pack like 10 times more underwear than they need on a trip. It's yeah. just, it's like a joke for life. Mm-hmm. Well, I managed to bring only the underwear that I had on my body 
You forgot? <laughs> when we when we drove. Yes. I I and I even had the cutest underwear that I knew were like the guy's favorite color that I planned to bring and I don't know. I don't know if it was like a Freudian thing, but I just like literally packed zero underwear. And the underwear that I was wearing were fine, but not what I would want to be wearing if anything was like going crazy. So I was like, okay, well, here's what we'll do. We're right by the mall. I'm just going to leave in no underwear. And I'm wearing the shortest leather skirt ever. I'll just leave in no underwear, go to Nordstrom, buy some underwear, slip them on. We go party. Well, what I forgot was that it was Sunday and (laughs) stores closed early. Yeah, stores closed early. So. All of a sudden, I'm like stuck on this night out with four men with just no underwear, the shortest skirt. And I know a lot of people do that. That's not really my style. Like, I, I like to have some underwear yeah. on with the skirt. But I, but it was interesting because I feel I feel like it made me feel like hypersexual. Just knowing. knowing. Yeah, th- that's what people, I think that's why some people do it. It's kind of like right. a little exhibitionist knowing the naughty thing that you're doing that maybe no one else knows that, that maybe they could see. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Yes, totally. And you're going up escalators. I mean, people definitely saw my pussy all over Vegas that night. But in the club, I was like super just dancing up on everybody. And the one guy that I mentioned at first was definitely very like handsy. Like at a point he took my phone and was like, follow me on Instagram. So like he was pursuing. And at the club, he was like hands on my ass. Like everybody, everybody was dancing with everybody, but he was for sure like the most pressing in that direction. So then after the club closes out at three, we go back up to the room. We're hanging out and I was on the couch and the online guy, the one we knew well, was on one side and the other guy was on the other side. And they were both rubbing all up on my leg and Trey's just like chilling. And oh my gosh, I have to go back. When we first got to the hotel, our hotel, Trey's just so you know, I don't even know if we'll hook up with him, but we're definitely not hooking up with anyone else. There's no way that we're having any other kind, like the other two guys are not on the table. Yeah. Like, okay, got you. But I'm like, why would you even mention that? No, now we know that they are going to be on the table because you had to go back and <laughs> reference that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's some foreshadowing. So what yeah. we basically learned this weekend is no means yes. Yeah, especially <laughs> <Trey>. with Trey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to wait for consent, but the man's going to change his mind. So, so he explicitly said that and reiterated it again, like right in this moment. He texted me. He's like, we need to go soon. And you need to say it. And I still have the boundary that I put out before. And I was like, okay, that's fine, whatever. And so then it was like, I don't know. I think I saw him get a little bit sullen or something. So I was like, I was like, let's go talk on the balcony. So we go to the balcony and then our guy, the main guy, just comes right on out with us. He wasn't invited, but he's like, no, I'm part of this. Like, (laughs) we're all going to talk. And we're out there for not very long. And before you know it, the three of us are all kissing. And so, but mind you, the two other guys are still in the room. Mm -hmm. The other guy, the one who had not even really been acting any sort of way to me, like he was cool and he was nice, but it wasn't the guy who I felt the vibes from. He came out on the balcony. And by this point, the main guy, the online guy, (laughs) it's kind of, it sounds like a really corny move, but he's just hot enough and cool enough that it worked for him. But he's like, hey, I just want you to hold something for me real quick. And I reach and it's his cock. Oh, hilarious. (laughs) 
And so I'm like jerking him off. And then I think he ultimately did the same thing to Trey. And then Trey was jerking him off. And then that progressed to me on my knees about to suck both of their dicks. But then the other guy, the third guy, just is like, I'm getting in on this. And so he comes and I'm kind of like looking up at Trey, like, are you going to put a stop to this? Is it okay? And you could tell he was like, uh, he's in the moment now. Like, he's Gucci. He's He's drunk. He's He's drunk. He's dick drunk. (laughs) Yeah. So I was a fucking pro. I'm, he was so proud. I was so proud. I had one dick in my hand. I had, I had one dick in my mouth. Everybody's dick was in something of mine at, at all times. I just was multitasking like a pro. They all have amazing dicks. So it was like really cool and like different mm-hmm. um, dicks. Like the one guy, the one that we didn't know well, has a super veiny dick, which I'd never experienced before. And it like felt really cool. Okay. I like all these ridges. Like this is a vibe. And they all, are, you know, had like really big dicks, thick dicks. Um, <laughs> and yeah. So I, I was in hog heaven. Oh my God. <laughs> and, but, but it was chilly. So I was fine because I was in this big fur coat. I was still fully dressed. And but they were like, we got to go inside. So we move inside. And basically this time, I've been wondering, like, where's where's There's the, fourth the other guy? guy. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was wondering, too. <laughs> the, yeah. the, fourth where guy, is he? the one who I felt wanted to fuck me more than anyone. Yeah. And he was like asleep on the couch. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how you're really sleeping through this. I feel like in the moment I felt dubious that he was really sleeping anyway. Mm-hmm. But I was like, whatever, I'm in my moment. So we go go over to there were two beds. And so we were on one. And I was still just blowing everybody at this point. And just the same stuff going back and forth. I would, I would get two in my mouth. I didn't ever have all three in my mouth at once. That would be a lot. If, if their dicks were smaller, it would have been possible. So then it's like progressing to we're going to fuck. And the, the third guy, the one who we didn't know as well, was the one who was like in it to win it. Like he was just very ready to go so he just like plops me up on the bed and just like starts fucking me and it was so good but again I really do need more of that emotional connection so okay he can have his moment but I'm excited to fuck the other guy and then also my guy and but I'm still taking great care of the other two while he's fucking me and it was I will say it was really cool because he was like going crazy for my pussy like he couldn't stop being like oh my God, you feel so fucking good. And he's be like, look at this pretty pussy. And just, I don't know. It's just so interesting. I've never had these other experiences and everybody really is so different. And so I was like, okay, it was really cool that he was like so into it. And right. and he was a good fuck and had, they all have insane bodies. They're like fitness boys. So mm-hmm. like crazy hot, like anyone would fuck any of these guys in- right. including my guy but when he you say that he's fucking you and you're taking care of the other guys what are you like sucking them off or bl- hand giving them hand jobs yeah Let's, yeah okay. yeah whatever i can do and <laughs> and trey and the other guy are hooking up amongst themselves as well oh. so like trey was sucking his cock he was sucking trey's cock so like all 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 of those things happen I've, the, the guy that was fucking me wasn't doing anything with guys. But, yeah, yeah, but the other um, guy was. Yeah, they were. So that was really great. Like, I remember there was, <laughs> I have such a vivid, uh, like, photographic type memory that, like, I remember, like, just being on my back. And it was really cool, like, the angle I was at. It was really advantageous for everything. I was just, um, like, basically up to my my ass was on the bed and then I was, like, almost kind of hanging off of it and he was fucking me like that. And I just look over 
and Trey was like on his knees on the bed and I just see the other guy putting his his dick in Trey's mouth and I was like this is what I knew all along I am turned on by the guy and guy action but I have to be super feral for the other guy right so whereas the other times when Trey our first MMF or like the second it was like when they interacted I was like fine with it I didn't have any negative feelings but it didn't turn me on whereas him being with the guy that I'm turned on by did turn me on right interesting so Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was totally into it. And then at one point I was squirting and everybody was cheering. I felt like I was... (laughs) It is a party trick. I understand. I would be cheering for you too. I'd be like, it's amazing. (laughs) It was the greatest feeling. I felt like a sports star or something. For for only three guys, they were cheering so loud. I was like, oh, I'm the star. And... um, but at a point, I'm like, I'm like, bro, though, you're hogging my pussy. He'd been fucking me for so long. I'm like, this isn't fair. <laughs> there should be more back and forth. So I was like, but, you know, I, I didn't feel like it would be respectful to Trey to jump straight to the other guy. So I was like, I want Trey to fuck me now. And I did want Trey to fuck me now. But I was just like, that was the natural progression. Yeah. And so then at this point, our guy goes and somebody tells me like, oh, he's he's trying to go wake up the other guy. <laughs> So I was like, oh, sweet, everybody's going to get involved. And I thought for sure he'd be, like, totally into it based on the way he'd been acting. And the next thing I know, like, Trey's fucking me. I'm back to sucking the other guy. And I noticed that the other two are outside now. And I was like, that might not be good. And then a little more time goes on, and we're still all fucking. And then I see the, the fourth guy, and he's, like, inside whole new outfit on backpack on packing his shit and he's gonna leave oh interesting and I, yeah and i was like oh no and so that's where it stopped i was like this is their room i don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable in this space but so the tragedy of it all is i never got to fuck our dude <laughs> wait that you're oh why, why because the other guy hogged for so long that he the, uh, for your so guy long. didn't have time Yes. And so then, yeah. So then, then Trey was fucking me while he was trying to involve the other guy and then it all went awry. Yeah. And then he was upset too. Like, I think that was the other thing is maybe if our guy was like still like, ah, fuck him, whatever. But like, you could tell that he was, he was like done too. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, let's just tap. But it's so funny because the, the other guy, the one who had been fucking me, he's like, do, do you want me to go back with you to your room? Da-da. He's like, we could keep going. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel bad. I'm like, if the situation was different, I would have at least sucked him off and let him like come on my face or something. Yeah. I, I, you know, but I was like, it was just not right. And I just, I'm, I really care about people like very deeply. So I was like, I like adjust myself unclothed again. I like go over to him and I was like, Hey, like, we're going to go. You don't have to leave. I'm so sorry. I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, whatever. He, he was so cool. He's like, no, I'm sorry for making it weird. That's my bad. I was like, no, everybody's good. We all left on super good terms, hugs, all that. And then what's funny is I, because I had connected with him on Instagram, I've, I, we're all friends now. We're all like have stayed connected, and and he actually reached back out to me, like apologizing again for making it weird and for embarrassing our guy and whatever. He's like, but I love your state, and if I'm like, if I'm visiting next time, we should totally pick up where we left off. So it definitely had nothing to do with him not being interested, but it's like this world seems so normal to us who are like in it and have had these experiences, but it's like not everyone has. And if you think about it. Waking up to all these dicks swinging around in a room. (laughs) Especially because he wasn't invited. Nobody woke him up. Yeah, there's just a lot of elements to why. So I was like, 
I was glad for that, that it was like a compassionate situation, <laughs> like mm -hmm. whatever. But in retrospect, I was like, oh man. And then it was really late by this time. So I think like our guy had intentions to maybe get them to bed and come to our hotel. But like by that time, it was like, I think he just crashed. Yeah. So, but but Trey and I went home and had back to the hotel and had incredible sex. Like it was so hot. We were like fully on a high, like even with how it ended, I think since it ended on good terms, mm -hmm. it was like totally fine. But I did feel bad for leaving the one guy high and dry, but it was like, I was never really into him. I was like, if anybody's coming to our hotel, it's like our guy, not you. So like kind of blew him off, but like nicely, but it was just funny. Cause he was so like eager beaver. It's still like fully hard. Just like standing there, like basically begging me <laughs> to let him come to the hotel. And I was like, I'm sorry. So, so that's really where it ended. And then of course, like the next day he was like, I miss you guys already. I want to see you ASAP. I'll come to you, whatever. And I really hope that happens. We haven't followed up. We haven't made a plan, but I'm like, honestly, it was such a good night. And I just, I really do. It's, it's great to know that like we have the connection that we thought we did. So even if it's another two and a half years, <laughs> it'll be worth it when it finally happens. But I was like, this I is don't really think it's just... going to be another two and a half years no. now that it actually happened. <laughs> How far did your guy and him go as far? Was it just the blowing of each other? Just oral. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's any way Trey would have been like comfortable having his first experience in that setting. And, and honestly, in retrospect, I'm actually really glad that it kind of like stopped where it did because I'm like, I really do feel like we have more of an emotional borderline loving connection with this guy. So I think it would be more appropriate for our first time doing everything to be more intimate, just the three of us, not the, you know, the crazy like borderline gangbang was cool, but I don't know that I would have loved it if that had been my first time with him. So everything works out the way it's meant to. Yeah, for you, that's how you would prefer it. Now, did you guys yeah. have like great sex when that was all over because of what just went down? I mean, what oh, yeah. was the debrief Amazing. on that scenario? <laughs> oh, yeah, everything totally fine. Yeah, every time we've done a threesome or any group thing, it's there's never been a negative feeling. or It's always just fun to talk about afterwards. We had the whole drive home to just talk about it all. It was so great. And and so, yeah, it was like we had sex when we got back to the hotel. We had sex a couple hours later when I woke up. It was just, it's been very high, high charge ever since then, for sure. But I mean, who do you get to brag about these scenarios to? Just my listeners? I mean, do you have any girlfriends that you're like, oh my God, I got to tell you that I just banged three guys in fucking Vegas over the weekend? Is there anybody yeah, sure. that's in the know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So my best friend now knows like everything, everything. Oh, wow. We talked last yeah, when we talked last, I, I was very open with people about what I do. A lot of people know about my solo thing. Mm -hmm. I said, I mean, I take him out in public. But the only thing that I never did was out Trey. Of course, so right. that Yeah, so that was the thing. I'm like, that's just not my story to tell. But after the episode aired, and he knows how close I am with this one friend, he did say that there were two friends of mine that he felt comfortable if I wanted to have them listen to the episode and, like, kind of know what was up. Yeah. So... So she had, so she knew all the lore and everything. So she was so, so happy for me. So excited. Like every step of the way, I was like, oh my God, I'm going. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, so she knew everything. Yeah, because girls like to talk. That's why I'm wondering, especially you're very chatty. And I was wondering, how could you keep it all to yourself? You're so excited. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. If I could post it on Facebook, I would. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> like I tell the world, if I had no kids, I would, I would be so open. I would show my face. I would do everything. But yeah. one day there'll be adults and it'll be fine. But yeah, so it's, it's been really great. And, and on top of that, I won $800 playing roulette right on the way out of town. So. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. I love roulette. So, what number? Yeah. I won on 20. Wow. That's awesome. 
Yeah, and I picked I picked two numbers and one hit, and and I picked twenty because that was the day that everything had happened. So. <laughs> It was like, it was a lucky day. So it was tied in. Let me ask you this, because you do have an OnlyFans, and you started it, like, right after we spoke the first time, right? I mean, and that's just, like, up and running. How's that going? Why don't you give a pitch to your OnlyFans? You're still doing it, right? And let people know what they could get on there? Yes. And what's there? It is still going. I will say the last month got really slow for me. So I'm excited to pick it back up. I'm always down. If people are around and doing things, I'm there, too. But I'm still daily posting, sending out PPV, but it's, yeah, I love it. It's just such a fun outlet and to connect with people. And I'm, it's definitely something that I like love having in my life. And I definitely post when, when I had my story, I was like, I don't want to spoil the story for everyone, but I wrote up like a really, like, I'm kind of good at erotica and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I wrote it kind of like that. And I actually sold that to the people who wanted to know everything that had happened with the the crazy first night with the solo and then the mmf yeah yeah. and it was so funny because i had one one of my really regulars he was like he was like i i don't think i've ever said this before but i'm gonna come to just words oh my god hilarious (laughs) so you are good at erotica yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah so so i had it had it all written up for them they loved it so i'm definitely sharing all the stories i really hope that one day i'm gonna have this content to share i think it was part of why i also liked my solo guy was he in the past had expressed interest in making content with me of course like i would have to nail down more with trey and make sure he was on board because if you know he's gonna see it or whatever but also like i had mentioned the 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 online guy he has an only fans so he's already a creator so i definitely know i don't think i would film our first time but especially if this becomes a regular thing i can't wait because i i know that that content would be so fire so i don't want to do anything i'm not going to create content that i wouldn't just already be doing in my life but if i can merge the two worlds like that's gonna be my like top of the mountain for right. sure and what do people though but do you do like customs on there and do people put oh, in yeah. requests is that what people could get as well i'm assuming yes for sure for sure i don't have as many like customs i have a lot of people that kind of just take advantage of what i put out because mm-hmm. I, I do put out really good stuff and like when i send it out I, I put a really detailed like sexy description so i think my like way with words <laughs> helps a lot yeah, yeah yeah but so what is it though if it's not videos of you with these hookups is it videos of you and trey is it videos of just yes. you Oh, okay. So pitch that because I think that's what yeah. people would sign up to see. Oh, yeah. So I have like amazing like masturbating videos. Like mm-hmm. my solo videos are so good. There's some that are like super long and I like squirt and cream. And so that one's really fun. And then definitely content with me and Trey blowing him or fucking all that kind of stuff. So it's it's great. He, he had that surgery, but he's like back in business. <laughs> so so the people will, yeah, that I think that that's killer. So like people sign up for your OnlyFans, they're going to be able to see you and your guy that you're yes. talking about, your husband having yes. sex. And that turns you on. I mean, that's a big part of it. Oh, for totally. You. you like for people to watch you. Totally. And that's, it like literally makes my day, even beyond the payment of it. Like when I see that somebody has purchased a video or something, like I really get like a, a little tingle. I'm just like, okay, like they're going to see it. And I can't wait to see what they think and what feedback they have. So yeah, it's all, I, I definitely have that like both voyeur and exhibitionist side to me. And and Trey really does as well. So I, I love that it's equal for us. There's some some people who I've talked to, some of the men are like, I, I can't believe your guy is okay with this. I'm like, oh, he's not just okay with it. He loves it. He loves yeah, yeah, yeah. 
as well to see what people comment on my photos, stuff like that. So yeah, everything about OnlyFans has been super positive and fun. It's been a blast. Last question, and I forgot to ask yes. you before we got into the OnlyFans thing, is I'm curious, like where does solo play and you exist now? Is that off the table? Is it still on the table? Is it on the shelf? I think it's on the table. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, I, I just think just like everything else, it's just going to be really rare and very particular. Even the one guy, he's not off the table. Interestingly enough, we hadn't talked in almost a month and he DM'd me just this morning. I'm like, how interesting that I'm like about to tell this story about him and he's thinking about deck. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like putting all like psychic shit into the world. I don't know. But, but yeah, so it's, but it was casual. Cause I'm like, I'm like, you're going to have to work harder than that. If you want back in my good graces. Cause it was just, I, I want a lot of communication. If I'm going to do a solo thing, I do want it to feel like more of a relationship, not just a hookup. Now, I forgot to ask this, like, why isn't your Trey involved in that guy scenario? Is there a reason? Oh, yeah. So it, early on, actually, at the first date, I don't know. I think there's guys that I like for different things. First of all, for me personally, I was never like, oh, I would be like dying to have a threesome with both of them. I just don't get that vibe from him. I don't think I'm as interested in a threesome if the guys aren't hooking up. So first of all, I know for a fact that this guy's straight. Right. Okay. That's why. And then... Yeah, so I feel like when the guy has a straight vibe, like, I just want to connect with them on that level. I'm not, I would be open to it if, if it came up somehow. You never know, apparently, what could happen with us on any given night. But it wasn't something I was seeking out. Plus, I had talked to him, like, somehow it just came up at our first date that he had, like, he's one of those guys who had actually tried a couple MMFs and wasn't able to stay hard. Like, it was just, it threw him off having another guy in the room. Because I think... Certain guys, if they're super duper straight, it's just not not the vibe for yeah, them. Yeah, that makes sense. And now my last question, I keep saying last question, but this really is my last question. Your guy, <laughs> does he, ha I'm assuming he has a free pass for solo play as well. Or are there people that he's talking to? No, so he's not as like openly looking for it because I think to your point about like polyamory and solo stuff being yeah. tricky, I think that people are differently equipped to handle it. Yeah. And what I think is interesting is I think I actually did a really great job. I did listen to Jasmine's episode, like you mentioned, and I think I actually did a wonderful job of making sure there was no attention taking, taken away from Trey. I don't feel it took from our relationship in any way. I really do think, and I think Trey would back me up on that. I didn't do anything, and not to say that they did, but I didn't do anything to fuck it up. Whereas it'd be really easy. I don't think that it, listen, I think in situations like that, especially in the couples that I talk to who have really yeah. great foundations and everything. I mean, Jasmine went in with a, with a killer relationship too, but even, you know, cause she's older than you longer with her husband. But I think regardless, you could still hit those bumps in the road with solo totally. play. It's a totally different thing. And even, a, a ver and that's why I was like, listen to her episode because yeah. she's way farther down the line. They worked, they were able to work through it and now they do believe they're polyamorous and they're totally cool with it, but it yes. wasn't an easy road. It, when right. that's, I think, the point. I think it's a, a very hard thing to navigate, even if yeah. there's all that communication. But, it, you know, and but it's not to say that it, it can't be done. And it is. I mean, Jasmine worked through right. it. You guys are still yeah. in the middle of it. I was wondering where you're at with that. It's like you have that desire in you that you do want that. Yeah. And, but and Trey honestly, I think. No, I think for him, it, if anything, maybe it would be more of like a hookup vibe. Yeah. But I don't think that he's like emotionally equipped to have more than one person that he loves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are. But you think you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. But mm -hmm. I also think 
in the context of a throuple, like if the online guy ever moved here, whatever, like, I think in that scenario, he would. But I don't think for a solo thing, I just think that would take too much away. But but again, it's I wouldn't say either of us have a free pass. It's more like we're both just open to what happens. If yeah. he met somebody and was like, wow, I have this connection. It was similar to what I experienced. Mm-hmm. I would I would think it would be pretty unfair if I didn't allow him at least the chance to pursue it. Because you never know. People can really surprise you. Like, I don't necessarily see him as having it come naturally to him to like but it could though in real life you right yeah you know that and you're realistic and I think that that's the way that it happens and because you guys are newbies that's the interesting parts of your story because all those things can happen and they might happen and they might not happen and you don't know but I think it takes a very solid couple to be able to navigate through it and I've never heard a couple where it's like always been perfect and nothing ever happened even like my doctor guy him and his girl are very open they fuck everybody in front of each (laughs) other but sometimes there's jealousy sometimes there's issues it's just the way that it goes but I think what's most important is that the couple is solid to begin with you and your guy have a very healthy relationship you've been with each other your whole life since high school you have a very solid foundation that even though there it was a bump in the road you totally worked through it and didn't have to be the it wasn't the end all be all of everything like things didn't end and I think it's because you have that solid foundation that's what's like most important so and 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 that's like their well-being is important you know over anything else so I think when you go into it from that perspective of like, they're your prime, you know, your main person and, and you're not willing to sacrifice that connection for any experience. I feel like that's the best way to come at it. Yeah. But that's the difference between good relationships and bad ones. A lot of relationships just don't have that team player mentality. Uh, Most of the time relationships and we all know these ones and it's the majority, unfortunately, where it's kind of like me against you. It's tit for tat. It's like we're not on the same team, but those really great ones are on the same team. I mean, you have each other's back. You're the main person. That primary relationship is always going to be there and it's the most important that you have to be on the same page. And I think that that's really important for, I think I see that in the successful couples and it's when you don't have that that's when things could go really wrong. But I love your story. I love where you guys are now. I'll be interested to know where you are six months from now. You never disappoint. You gave me a great episode. <laughs> Give a shout out to your OnlyFans and send me the link and send me some more hot picks yes. for my Patreon. Yeah, and then you'll course. go into Discord and talk to people, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm always on Discord. Oh, okay, good. Is it good over there? I never go in. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's fun. I will say, like, Candy and Jasmine have been, like, really upping the game lately. They've been posting a ton, and it's so fun to see. And I love, like, seeing people's reactions to them. It's so great. Oh, let me tell you, they are coming on to talk together, okay? They have a gangbang. I don't know if they've been talking about that, but I cannot wait to get them on together. Holy fucking shit. Oh, my God. God, It's going to be so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so so they're on there doing a lot of posting. That's great. I'm glad to know. And I love that you go on there and do a lot. So you'll be over my page um, on my Discord. So if people want to see yes. more hot pics of you, and you have an Instagram too. Do you have the link tree? You'll just send me your one link for everything. Yeah, yeah. Let me okay, just cool. send you your link tree, and people can just click on that rather than having to listen to me like spell it all out. Yeah, and go sign up for your your OnlyFans too because they're going to see a lot of good stuff that's yes. up and running. So send me the link. Send me some hot pics. Thanks so much for calling in and giving me uh, your update. It's awesome. I love it. Yes, You're always thank a great you. Guest. It'll be up very soon. Bye, Bye Lucy. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. 
If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.